Welcome to the Boom Clap Podcast. You've got Rita here today, flying solo without my counterpart, Cecily. Uh, we're going to talk mandates and declinations today. Uh, before we get started, I want to just say, since we don't have any uh, banter back and forth, if you if you listen normally, Cecily and I kind of just push record and we chit chat a little bit and you hear whatever we're thinking that day before we start. But since we don't have any of that today, I'm just going to take a moment to say, if this is your first time listening, thank you. Uh, if you are a consistent listener, we appreciate you. Make sure you hit subscribe. That doesn't mean you're paying for our podcast. Our podcast is completely free. Just means that it will show up um, in your library regularly when we have new episodes and rate, review, that helps people find us, share us with your friends. We totally appreciate it. So mandates and declinations. I did a video on Instagram a while back and then during flu season, I talked about my declination. This has been a hot topic on my Instagram account for a while now. Um, and people keep coming to me with more and more questions. It doesn't matter how much I post, it seems everybody's got a little bit different take, a little bit different uh, exception or you know something happening at their workplace with uh, more specific questions. So I'm gonna try to make this as comprehensive as possible and applicable to everyone regardless of your situation. Make sure you check the show notes because I do have a few um, links to resources that may be helpful to you no matter what state you live in. So let's jump in. Mandates and declinations. We all know that this shot is coming down the pike and lots and lots of places are, quote, mandating it. So I'm going to walk through some steps, things to think about, and um, kind of hopefully help give you some resources if it's something you're not wanting. Um, for those of you who want it, I guess you're good to go. But um, for those of us who don't, we have a little tougher fight on our hands. So I'm not just speaking nurses. I might be talking like I'm talking to nurses here because that's a large group that is being mandated towards. Um, but this this will be applicable to all of you. So if I do say hospital or nurses, just know I'm talking to everyone, uh, college students, everyone. So first and foremost, we need to know where we stand. We need to know our values. We need to know how we feel about this. We need to know where we stand. Uh, somebody asked me the other day and about if, if I would take this or if I would be comfortable with this vaccine, if it was FDA approved, if I would take it. And this may be a different answer for you, uh, that's okay, but my answer is no. I've never addressed that before, but my answer is no. I, it has nothing to do with FDA approval for me at this point. Uh, I don't trust the FDA uh, as a whole to determine what is good for me. I know my risks. I know what I've seen in the ICU personally. I know uh, what my personal risk factors are on both ends with the shot and with the virus. And I will choose that um, that, you know, what I feel most at risk for and what I feel most comfortable with. So it's it's regardless of the FDA approval. But I do know that it does seem that FDA approval is very near. So we're talking about this in the EUA state. Well, it's not fully approved by the FDA, but these things that I say should be applicable regardless. So first of all, just know where you stand. Be able to separate yourself from your job. I am not my job. I am not my hospital. My hospital does not own me. I am autonomous. 
from my job. So know who you are, know your values, know where you stand, and be able to separate yourself from your job. I know a lot of people are using the word forced or they have no choice, and we'll talk about that more at the end, but just know your values. We'll get into that more. Second thing, determine if your hospital or your employer, your college is actually mandating the shot without exception. Because a lot of these places, and I'm just gonna give you the example of flu shot this fall for my hospital. Uh, They, quote, mandated the flu shot. An email came out with a link to policy saying, you know, that my hospital was requiring everyone to get the flu shot this year. Well, there was an exemption available. There was a declination for religious and medical available. But it wasn't put forth to us that way. It wasn't put out to us as a declination. It was just kind of like, you have to get this. Managers were even telling some staff, some managers were even telling their staff that they would get fired if they did not get the flu shot. Completely untrue. So first of all, find out if it's a mandate where there is no exemption available. And how you find that out, you look up the policy, you ask for an exemption. You ask for a declination form because a lot of these hospitals want to push you into it. A lot of these employers, a lot of these colleges, they want to push you into it. They don't want you to know that there's an exemption, so they don't offer it to you. You have to ask. Don't accept a verbal communication from your manager or like an email from your manager without link to policy. You need policy linked. You need, you know, upper management, administration, you know, communicating this to you. It can't just be like your direct manager saying, hey, you know, you have to get this shot or you're fired. Not acceptable. You need an actual mandate written to you and then you need to ask for the declination because they don't always offer that up. Um, second thing, um, yeah, religious or philosophical declination I think is the way to go. I know a lot of people um think the medical route is maybe a little better because it has a doctor's signature to it. It's very hard to do. Uh, I got a message saying, you know, I don't think that's right. I think that if you have a medical reason, for example, this person was like, I think allergic to eggs and something else that was in a vaccine. And she was like, I can use that. I have documentation of it. Great. If that's the reason. Okay. So my reason for using religious and philosophical is because that is the reason for me declining it. Yes, I have some problems with ingredients. Yes, I have some problems with how it's developed. But the moral reasons and um, the way I take care of my body is the basis for me declining this uh, vaccine. Not just the ingredients, because if those ingredients change, would you be willing to take it? You need to ask yourself that. So I messaged this person back and explained that I'm absolutely not saying not to use the medical uh, declination if that's what applies to you best. If that's the whole reason that you're declining the shot, absolutely, go ahead and use that. But if you sit there and ask yourself, so if eggs were removed and whatever other thing that I'm actually allergic to it were removed and it was made a different way, I would be okay taking it. If you can't answer yes, you need to find another way to decline because this isn't set in stone. They may change the way they make it. They may do something else and then something else might come down the pike later and they could say, well, you declined this shot for this reason um, and now you're saying you have a religious reason. I just think leaving as broad and open, firm and uh, solid as possible right up front is the best way to go. So that's kind of my overview of why I choose religious and philosophical. So what I would do, 
I would keep it simple. Like I said, I wouldn't necessarily tie it to ingredients um, or the way it's made. I would just keep it very simple with how I view my body and how I view my faith. Very firm. And I would just make sure that they know, because a lot of these hospitals or um, colleges have a board that reviews your declination form and decides whether it's good enough. And I would just make it very clear that they do not invalidate or validate your belief system. Your belief system is yours regardless of their decision of your declination. And I think being firm on that really kind of sets the tone, especially since a lot of these places have, I don't know, I talked about this the other day too. A lot of these places now have uh, DEI departments or diversity, equity, and inclusivity departments. And so when you kind of like put it out there, like you're, you're onto them, you know that they're about, quote, diversity and inclusivity and equity and all these things, and that you're feeling that it's going to be uh, inequitable towards you. I think that that kind of like gives them a little heads up that you are a little more sharp than they may be on this. So anyway, that's my advice on how to fill it out. I'm going to read you guys mine. Um, it's saved on my Instagram. I'm going to try to get a blog post done to link in the show notes here too. So you can just read it if that's a way that's easier for you guys. But so this is the flu declination that I used this fall. And my hospital has not mandated the shot yet, but I did get word this week from our CEO that it sounds like that's what they're moving towards. I do believe there will be a declination as my hospital is 30% unvaccinated. And I don't think they can survive bottom line without us if we stand together. So here's the declination I filled out and it's the same wording that I would use uh, in this situation. So as a Christian, I believe God gave me this body to live in here on earth and it houses the Holy Spirit in me. Who I am, how I am, is how God made me. It is my job to steward my gifts, including this body well. An annual flu shot, or in this case, an uh, coronavirus shot is not something that upholds my commitment to stewardship. While I do not feel I owe my employer an explanation of my religion and belief system, I am not ashamed. Additionally, I do not believe my employer reserves the right to determine the validity of my beliefs. They are mine and remain regardless of the determination. And I think that is so important to just make it known that you're not buying into it. Your belief system is yours and they do not validate it. You do. Um, I attached the Bible verse as well, 1 Corinthians six nineteen through 20. What know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have God, and ye are not your own? For ye brought, you were brought forth with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body, in your spirit, which are God's. So I know it was a King James version, so it was a little, you know, King James, King James-ish, but um, basically, that's that is a basis for my declination is that Bible verse. So, I know you might be a different religion, you might have different belief systems, but this is how I'm filling it out, and hopefully, it gives you guys a good idea. When it comes to pastor signature, because I know some places are requiring a pastor signature, I'm like, what is up with that? No, I would just I just say no. Um, somebody had messaged me. Well, they sent mine back and said it has to have a pastor signature, but um, I don't have a pastor, and. I think this person's a Christian, but doesn't necessarily have a home church. Okay, well, I would just explain to them that your pastor does not validate or invalidate your faith. They are not the 
person who determines your belief system. A pastor delivers sermons and maybe helps you see things a little bit differently or teaches you. That's their job. But it is not the link between you and Jesus. We don't have some kind of like intermediary between us and, you know, Jesus. It's it's not like that. And it's really dense, I feel like, for a hospital to be requiring you to... Uh, I guess, validate your faith in this manner to them when they're supposed to be accepting everything at this point. I mean, that's what they talk about. Accept everyone and all of these things. And anybody is who they say they are. And they can, you know, uh, identify as whatever and whomever. And we have to accept that. And then on the other foot, they are, you know, putting you in this corner and telling you you have to explain why you think what you think. It's really odd to me. And so I just think, understanding where they're at with their uh I don't know the word I want to use like moral thought process and their values within the hospital system and understanding that they're applying a different set of values and morals to you when it comes to inclusivity is really important okay so the the next thing know who else stands with you Know who in your organization, your hospital, um, if you're a college student going to college, put some feelers out. Find people that think like you, that want the same thing as you. Like I said, at my hospital, 30% are unvaccinated. I know people will drop like flies if they think this is mandated. But if all 30% stands up, there's no way. There is no way they could fire us. So just know who stands with you. On my unit, I do know a lot of the people that have not got it. We have talked. We plan to all stand together. And I think that that will be a really powerful thing because it'd be pretty hard to replace a bunch of ICU nurses on short notice when we're already short-staffed. Six, the next thing. I've got these numbered and I think I'm like not saying the numbers. So now I said six and it's probably like all out of order, but, um, or not out of order, but numerically I probably haven't been saying the right thing. But anyway, uh, (laughs) this was a six point on my paper, regardless of what I said before. Um, Know your worth. And by know your worth, I mean know that you are not bound to this job. Like, especially if you're a Christian, do you believe that God will provide another way. I absolutely do. And just speaking from experience, we went on vacation this last week and the resort we went to was lovely and it was nice, but they were closing early. It took a long time to get seated at restaurants. They didn't have the restaurants full because they were short staffed. We had the same waitresses in the morning at 7.30 at breakfast as we had in the evening at 7.30 at night. Um, Another family member went on vacation to Florida, complete opposite direction. And this restaurant they went to was closed Monday and Tuesday, normally open seven days a week, but it's the only way they can give their staff a day off because they can't find people to work. There are jobs everywhere. There are people that need people to work. So know that you have value outside of your current position and it's not the only job you could do. You can be resourceful, you can figure it out. Okay, let's get back to know where you stand. So a few weeks ago, Cecily and I did a podcast on can anyone force you to do anything? And my answer is no. I think Cecily's answer is pretty much no, too. I don't want to speak for her. Like, you know, I don't know. It's weird. But anyway, um, my answer is no. No one can force you to do anything. You always have a choice. You're autonomous. And I think that how we figure that out 
We have to realize we are free in our minds. We are free with our decisions. There might be consequences for the decisions that we make, but we are free to make them. No one, I I get messages all the time. Well, I don't have a choice or I'm being forced. No one right now is holding you down and putting this needle in your arm. No one is. So regardless of your situation, I realize we all have different circumstances. We all have different situations. There will be different levels of consequences for each one of us, depending on, you know, where we work, uh, what our financial situation is. But we have to know that. That's on us to know. It's on us to evaluate. And it's on us to be honest with ourselves. Because I do feel that, and I know I talk about this a lot, so it probably gets repetitive, but I just have to keep hammering it home because I know people don't get it yet. Um, We have, quote, sold our souls for a lifestyle. So many of us feel like we have no choice because we are so bound to a job because we live paycheck to paycheck. And some of us, you know, some of us, we, we really are trying, you know, and others, it's a lifestyle. It's choices we've made that have put us in the position that we are now in. And I know that maybe we should have been talking about this a year ago a little more heavily and preparing for this, but the reality is some of us didn't. And so now there's decisions to make. I, I, was talking the other day and I just said, you know, I live really simply. We live a simple lifestyle. We have a small home. Um, There are things that I want. Um, There are dreams that I have that have somewhat been put on hold in order to do other things to keep us more within our values, if that makes sense. Um, But even though I feel like we live pretty simple comparatively to some in the United States, I still walk around this house and look around and we don't need any of it. (laughs) Like we don't need it. And so what I mean by we don't need is wants versus needs. Like do we really evaluate, do we ever sit back and really evaluate our wants versus our needs? I mentioned in a post yesterday, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And it's kind of like we've got it all messed up. We've started putting the smallest portion, the part at the top of the pyramid, self-fulfillment, kind of down lower with uh, survival needs, you know, food, shelter, water, that kind of stuff. And I think sometimes that the things that we think will fulfill us are the keeping up with the Joneses type stuff. You know, things that we think we need, things that we think we have to have, things that we think we need to do because other people are doing it, or we just see people doing it and we do it too, or we just think it's what everybody does. But I tend to find the most fulfillment when I deny myself somewhat in order to make a sacrifice for the future or for my kids or for something I know that will really be sweeter in the long run. Does that make sense? So... I don't know. I just, I know that we live in a country where we have new cars. uh, We trade off our vehicles. And I'm speaking broadly. I know not all of us do this. I don't do, (laughs) I personally don't do it. But I watch people do it and then complain to me about their situation. And I'm not trying to be harsh right now, but I'm just trying to snap some reality into people to make people realize, you know, 
not, you can't always complain about your situation if you're not doing anything to help your situation. And so I, I really think that this, uh, this mandate situation and the fact that people feel forced and the fact that people feel they have no choice is multifaceted. It's not just about being a nurse. It's about keeping a paycheck and it's about situations we've put ourselves in where we feel bound to a job that maybe keeps us living outside of our values and keeps us sacrificing our freedoms. So that's that. I really, really hope that you guys will just sit and think think about this a little bit. Um, if you're a college student, think about what you really want to do with your life. You know, I'm not saying to go, not go into nursing. I got that question. So I put up a question box the other day too with uh, questions regarding mandates and declinations. And I'm going to get to some of those in just a second. Um, One of them was from a nursing student, like just starting nursing school and said, should I run now or should I go on with it? Only you can answer that question. Only you. But I will say, I don't regret becoming a nurse, but I do know that the squeeze is getting harder. The, um, the fact that I feel like what I do at the hospital, I'm constantly battling to stay within my morals. I'm constantly just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe, I just can't believe where things have gotten. And I don't really know how to describe that without going into a lot of long stories. So I'm not going to right now, but um, I will just say, if you're a nursing student or if you are thinking of becoming a nurse and you're having reservations now, sit back and think about why you want to become a nurse and then decide is there something else that might fulfill that desire and fulfill that calling without um, going into a field that is going to require a constant battle because it is tiring and I I really feel for those people just getting out of nursing school coming into this world because it's hard okay so let's see what else what questions did you guys have Um, Okay, so I'm just going to run through some of these questions. Can a hospital use your faith against you? As in, they meant, um, can they look into Christianity and see that there, they said, can they look into Christianity and see that there's nothing in Christianity that's like against vaccines? Well, I provided that verse. And so even though like there's nothing blatant that says, Christians don't take vaccines like Jehovah's Witnesses you know don't get blood products in the hospital typically um there's nothing like out there that everybody just knows your faith is your faith and that interpretation of stewardship of your body and what that means to you I think is huge because I think we've lost that as a society um I've talked with my actual pastor about this you know I I've never heard a sermon on gluttony or um stewardship of your body because it's unpopular because (laughs) Christians have carry-ins and we don't really tend to think about that you know so um, I think that that's something that's been lost in the Christian community is actually stewarding your body and knowing what that means and so I think that that's where we find our um, our ability to combat this a little bit and stick with our faith on that um let's see fda approved i talked about that a little bit at the beginning um, but i do think that approval is coming down the pike pretty soon especially as they've held off any uh appropriate treatments um 
clinicals and students. So I had students reach out to me like, what about clinicals? Because I'm being told I have to take this for clinicals. So what I would do, a couple things. I would ask your, um, I would ask your college, having trouble with that word for some reason, college for an exemption, see if they offer an exemption. I would um, talk with the clinical sites where you'll be doing clinicals because most hospitals so far from what I've heard are offering declinations. And so if those nurses at the hospital are being offered a declination, there is no reason you should be mandated without an exemption or without a declination available to you as well. So I would go to the hospitals directly and find out probably nurses that you know would be even easier than going through management another thing i would talk to state representatives that may be able to help you legally a little bit um if you don't have a state representative that understands liberty and appreciates liberty you can find another state representative that's not in your district that i'm sure does so find a state representative iu for example indiana university mandated the vaccine to their students and students started running out getting the shot freaking out and the state representatives were contacted and they were like no this is actually not legal within our state so they backtracked on that and changed it to offer declinations to people so look to your state representatives who are supposed to represent you also look into your state law that's one of the links i will provide most states do have some exemption um, some exemption ability within their legal framework so i do have that i will have that in the show notes so look up your state because even if your hospital or your college um, your employer whatever they may be isn't offering a declination to you they may have to because it may be the law within your state. Uh, somebody messaged me, what federal law are they breaking when they do this? Okay, so there's some, there are some laws at the federal level that people have cited that this uh, mandating people is breaking. Um, but I don't know. I just, sorry, I'm hem-hawing here because it's just, it's frustrating to me. It's frustrating to you. It's frustrating to everybody. But when we have leaders, when the people in, are in leadership positions, do not act morally, do not act ethically, when they have lost that moral compass, when our court systems no longer uphold the law as far as liberties go, as far as the Constitution and Bill of Rights go, you know, we've kind of lost that. We've kind of lost that in America. Like people are just kind of trampling it. So I know that it. we need to fight probably in the courts some of this. I realize that, but I think it's going to be a long, hard battle. I think we'll be hard pressed to win. And I think that this is a long, long-term fight. And I think the best chance we have are a lot of voices just standing up, like on the front line. Um. Okay, when it comes to testing, masks, and other things that are being mandated to you if you don't have the shot. Okay, how do we handle that? Just be loud. I would just be loud. Again, I would use, I'm telling you, I know I've been talking about this a lot, but the diversity, equity, and inclusivity. All these corporations have it. 
and they're all pushing it out hardcore and they're super proud of it and then they're not following in a following it when it comes to this they're totally like just trampling it so when they're pushing something out that hard at you and making you take trainings on it and telling you how important it is to the culture of the corporation or the culture of the hospital okay hold their feet to the fire and ask them if it is really important use that inconsistency to your advantage because making one set of people mask Um, while the other set doesn't, is not inclusive, it is not equitable. So, I mean, I don't know that it'll work, but if you make a big enough stink and kind of uh, explain to them their hypocrisy, it just might. Okay, resigning. I got a message from a nurse today, today or yesterday, uh, saying that their hospital was offering declinations, they were denying a lot of the religious declinations and her manager told her that it would basically be signing her resignation to turn in her declination she said uh no i'm turning in a declination and i will not be resigning so her manager is going to look into it further but basically they're asking people if their declination is declined and they refuse to get the vaccine refuse i i don't like that word i'm not sure why i just used it because you're not refusing you're just saying no i don't want this um but they're asking them to resign (laughs) and she's like heck no and i'm like oh no do not resign make them fire you you're not resigning they changed the terms of employment years after you're employed no you don't resign they can fire you because it's on them you're you didn't do anything bad as an employee you didn't do anything wrong you just said you were not going to consent to something that's the other thing a lot of these hospitals that's another thing you can question they're making you usually sign a consent i know with the flu shot this year my hospital did it you have to sign a consent to get the shot but the only reason you're getting it is to keep your job that's not consent and they're not going to pay out if something happens to you so that's another thing you can do but anyways don't resign make them do the dirty work because they're the one they're the one making the uh rationale that you have to get this shot or you're fired um let's see i don't know i think that pretty much covers everything that you guys ask a lot of the questions were similar in nature i got a lot of them but they were a lot of them similar like along the same lines so um i really hope this is helpful the main thing i just i just want you guys to know your strength i want you guys to feel empowered I want you to know that it is your decision. You can decide that you want this. You can decide that you don't want this. And you can decide to empower yourself and find something else. I mean, I'm telling you there's other stuff out there. There's other jobs. There's other opportunities. Um, If you work at a hospital, you're more than a nurse. And man, another thing, we live in America. (laughs) And we have a really sick population full of, you know, yes, elderly, but also obesity, diabetes, heart disease. This is this is America. And we live these lifestyles and we put ourselves in these situations. And I don't know, these, (laughs) I don't know how these hospitals are going to survive with a current nursing shortage and firing all these people. So I think that we just need to know know our worth as nurses and know that we are valuable and understand 
that these mandates are trying to scare us into thinking that we are forced. They, if people feel forced or feel like they have no choice, that's how they want you to feel. That's the purpose of saying that there's a mandate. And so just know that you do have power. You do have power in your position and you need to use that leverage of the nursing shortage, uh, the diversity and equity, inclusivity training, all of these things they throw at you, um, use it. Use it and make sure you try to get an exemption at least. So, all right, I'll stop rambling. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Like I said, check the show notes because there'll be a few links there that are helpful as well. Anyway, signing off, you can find me, Rita, at Rita Rogers Co. or RitaRogersCo.com. Cecily can be found at Cecily Dickey on Instagram or TheGraceToGrow.com. And we appreciate you listening.